Hello, welcome everyone to another episode of the Official Gears Podcast. It is Brian and Alan here with you, and we are the God's Ears of Experience, or your gears for short. And we're working on episode 77 this week, and we got a good episode um, for you this week. But before we get into that, Alan, uh, how are things going, and uh, what did we talk about last week? Hey, things are going pretty good. Uh, it's a little chilly here in Chicago, but no snow yet. You can't believe that. Uh, almost Christmas and no snow on the ground. I don't know how that's happening. Um, but, you know, we'll take it. It just makes me worry about January and February still. Um, things are going pretty yeah. good. Um, interesting little news going on in the background over here, but we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, so last week we had our uh, Disney wish list we talked about with Leslie T. So she's always fun to have on. She's got great ideas. She is. Yep, she is. And some pretty cool ideas, things we would like to, you know, maybe see come to the Disney parks in the future or things going yeah. on. But Yeah. Uh, so Santa, if you're listening, go back and check out exactly. that episode um, or or one of the Bobs. <laughs> We've got some news that the, the old Bob may be coming back and replacing the new Bob, but I don't, I don't see that I happening. I don't either, but, but we'll it, you know, I guess we can add that to the wish list, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something to throw back on there. Yeah. 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 So uh, in this episode, we're going to go ahead and finish out our series where we're discussing different changes that have been going on around Walt Disney World and things that are coming in the future. And uh, this episode, we're going to be talking about the Magic Kingdom. Last one. Yeah. Yeah. And and so Epcot was really cool. Um, there's a lot of things happening over at Epcot and there's a lot of things happening over at Magic Kingdom as well. There's, a lot of them are very subtle and, and very low key other than the, the big attraction we're going to talk about. But um, there's a lot of low key things happening right now or that have happened over the last several months uh, in honor of the 50th anniversary, which we're so excited to get down there and experience. Uh, we've had a lot of friends experience and talk about how great it is. So, um, you know, we're not even talking about the different food options that they've got going on for the 50th and things right now, but so many different things going on. That's really cool. And bringing a wonderful experience to the, the magic kingdom. Yeah. There's some really great things going on and, you know, we're just a couple weeks away from being there. So can't wait. Can't mm-hmm. wait. Um, so what's currently missing at magic kingdom. Let's jump right in and see what's going on. Um, is there anything that still hasn't come back since like pre COVID? Yeah, there's so dining. Uh, we'll just start there because you know, we love to eat. <laughs> um, one of my favorite, it, it, little places to eat off to the side is the Tomorrowland Terrace, uh, which is well, seasonal many times anyway throughout the year. Um, they've got a lot of good food options over there, and that's where you have a lot of your your dining party, your dessert parties and things like that also. Um, right now, that is currently unavailable. Again, you know, that's seasonal, so it may come back for a short period. Uh, we just expect right now with crowds are you know a little bit higher. Um They've taken that away because a lot of people do use that as a cut through walkway mm-hmm. uh, to get to Tomorrowland. So that that could have something to do with it. But um, so that that one is currently unavailable. Well, and the dessert parties um, are back. The fireworks dessert parties are back. The dessert parties so are that could be why too. Maybe yeah. they're keeping the kitchens for the dessert parties yeah. and things. It's possible. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but it is a very good quick service um, over there. And like I said, you can usually find a table. A lot of the quick services at Magic Kingdom, it's very, very hard to find a table at some of those. Yeah, that um, one's pretty big. This one, you don't really have. It's a lot of seating area. Yeah. It is outside. So that does have a, you know, maybe take away some of that. You want to go inside, sit down and eat. But um, usually the seating is, is very plentiful over there. Uh, as far as table service dining, though, three of our big character dinners. Well, actually, I guess all the character meals over at uh, Magic Kingdom 
are currently they're they're open. They're just open without the character dinings. So uh, that's Crystal Palace, Cinderella's Royal Table, and Be Our Guest. Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest. We have heard rumors and, and seen some pictures periodically of Cinderella and the Beast wandering around, but it's not the normal character dining that it used to be. Uh, and Crystal Palace is without characters currently. It is strictly. Um, I guess they've gone back to the buffet, but. Um, is the buffet without the Winnie the Pooh characters. So um, yeah. And like you said, I've got clients all the time. Yeah, Like you said, be our guest and Cinderella's uh, beast <laughs> walks around. He, he'll make an appearance in the room and mm-hmm. wave and Cinderella will kind of wander through the restaurant and wave, but no more other princesses at the moment. No, no more like pictures yeah. of autographs yet. So it's, it's, yeah. And then Cinderella's royal table usually has a few other guests right. with her. Um, but right now it is just Cinderella is the only one that we're seeing. So it's a little disappointing, but I mean, it is, you know, you also go to those restaurants for Cinderella's Royal Table and Beer, I guess you go for the atmosphere in those as well, not just the characters, but the atmosphere. So you get to sit inside Cinderella's uh, castle and eat, um, be our guest. You've got the library, um, the West wing and, um, the main dining hall, uh, so th- those are really cool to kind of go and sit down, even without the uh, the beast, because it is just one character there anyway. So you're really not missing too much out on that one. But I've got clients all the time asking, which one do they do Cinderella's Royal Table or Be Our Guest? And right now I'm just kind of like, I, I don't really know. Like, I have a hard time telling you which one because you're going for the characters and the experience. And, and yeah, Be Our Guest right now, you're you're not losing out on too much of what you would normally do. I agree. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you would normally get an, an individual photo with Beast, but, mm-hmm. you know, you still get to see him and you still get the meal and the experience. Um, I, that's the only thing. I mean, with Cinderella, there's usually more than one princess there. So mm-hmm. you, I feel like you're missing out a little bit more on Cinderella's um, just because she's there. And, yeah. um, you know, you can get a, a, a long distance picture with her. But um yeah, but I mean, it's, you still, you know, it's the only place you can go and eat inside the castle or really be inside the castle yeah. other than the walkway or like bippity boppity. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, there are, there are two of the more expensive meals on property also. So that that's another thing to kind of take into account. If you're wanting to go into Cinderella's and see all the princesses, you know, and, 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 and look at the price and see if it's worth it to you. Um some people say yes. Some people say no. Um, I, I've never really been a big Cinderella's Royal Table fan. I've preferred the one over at Epcot. Uh, Akashus, yeah. It, you know, especially when, yeah, especially when the dining plan was out because it was one table service credit versus two for Cinderella's Royal uh-huh. Table. Um, but I mean, there it, people love Cinderella's Royal Table, so it'll be it'll be nice to see it when we get. Um, the regular character meals back where she'll come to your table and she'll greet all the guests with, with her friends, her other princesses. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it'll be great when it's all fully only back. a matter of time. I agree. I think it's, just, I think it's a matter of time. I would think once Christmas is over, I would expect to see a little bit more of those come back and, and I'm hoping I'm, I'm really hoping for some of those to come back real soon. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk a little bit more when we get to the news, but there are some of the things coming up that uh, may, may me think that those might be coming back. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's really all. What about attractions? Really all missing in dining, right? Not a whole lot. Magic Kingdom, yeah. most of it's back. Um, attraction wise, similar. Not a whole lot missing at the Magic Kingdom. A couple things. Um, one of the big ones is still the Walt Disney World Railroad. So we still don't have that. Um, the biggest issue with that is 
um, you know, what's going on over in Tomorrowland. So the construction of the Tron coaster has still um, delayed the reopening of the Walt Disney World Railroad. So as long as there's cranes and things going on over there in the uh, Tron construction area, they can't get the track laid and the track set back up for the Walt Disney World Railroad to make the loop. So um, we're hoping that construction progresses enough uh, fairly soon that they can get the railroad track laid back down and get the steam trains back up and running. Um, but they are building a tunnel over there for the train to go through. And we haven't, I mean, we've seen footings for the train tunnel, but that's it. There's not even. That's it. Just take it the other way. Just do half a loop. Yeah. Bring the train. Yeah. Back. It, would be, it would be nice <laughs> if they could pull it and just reverse do the backwards shuttle thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, well, so they did that. Uh, when Splash Mountain was under construction. They used to shuttle from mm-hmm. Toontown to Main Street and then go backwards. So, yeah, you're right. It'd be nice if they could do it the other way. It might be just a little longer. It might be a safety thing. Which I I prefer that route anyway. Like, I don't really care for the the route behind. I mean, it is kind of cool to go behind Space Mountain in, in that way. But I like the the wilderness yes. section. Yeah. Like, where you kind of go through. that That's my favorite part of it. Yeah, well, and you get to go through Splash Mountain and, you know, behind the Jungle Cruise and things like that. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I mean, everybody, I think, is looking forward to the return of the railroad. The railroad is really popular. You know, it was one of Walt's um, big things. So uh, everybody's looking mm-hmm. forward to that. Um, yep. Kind of along the same lines, Main Street vehicles. We've seen the Main Street vehicles back out. Haven't necessarily seen guests on them yet. So, um, you know, that would be nice to see. But I don't know. There's... I think Disneyland has started using them, but not necessarily Disney World. It's an interesting thing. I've seen a little of both, um, but according to the website, they're still not available. So, yeah, I think it's a um, a crowd thing, yeah. really, uh, because I've noticed during summers and stuff, you don't see them as much during the summer as you do during the fall and spring. Yeah, that's true. Um, because it's hard for those vehicles to get up and down. The, the carriages, I think, are a little bit easier, but those double-decker buses and stuff. Um, yeah, there's too many people know, walking the street and not paying attention to what's around yeah. them. So um, that's possible. Yep. Everybody's got to lay down in the street and get their selfie. <laughs> yeah. And then um, one of the other real attractions that still hasn't reopened yet, um, and you know we can talk about this, is Enchanted Tales with Belle. So Enchanted Tales with Belle, I mean... It's it's a pretty cool. I, I like Enchanted Tales with Belle. I like the story. I mean, I like mm-hmm. Beauty and the Beast anyway. But the story and the way they do this, where you go through the magic mirror into the castle and things, is pretty cool. Um, I mean, obviously, you're in a room with uh, Belle, and you know, the, a lot of people crammed into a room. I think is the biggest issue there. Um, yeah, you know, kind of doing some some talking and acting and things. So I think that's the biggest issue with this um, and obviously squeezing people into that room in, uh, you know, Maurice's house before you go through the, the magic mirror. Uh, I think that's what's causing the issue here. So, I mean, it's good that yeah. Belle is sometimes out in the, the area in front of the house um, doing those long distance greets, but it's a cute, it's a really cute attraction. They spent a lot of money on it. I know it'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a matter of time yeah. until things, you know, can be safe again for people to be kind of crammed together in small rooms like that. Yeah, we we love Enchanted Tales with Belle. Um, it is one of the very few opportunities where you get to get up close. Well, I guess you got a couple opportunities to get up close with Belle, but um, everybody loves Belle. Mm-hmm. It's, it's usually one of everybody's favorite princesses. Uh, and it'd be a part of the story. And if you guys don't know what Enchanted Tales with Belle is, you, you know, Alan was touching on it, but you go in through Maurice's house and then you go in and you sit down and, um, you can either partake in the story or sit and watch. 
And I think that's what it is. You get a lot of interaction with the kids up, mm-hmm. um, you know, holding props and things like that, like you were talking about, everybody kind of being close space. Um, but it's really cool for the kids to get up and be a part of the story. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they don't have a big role. They don't, they're not asking them to, you know, be Lafieu or anything like that. But they're, they do give them, you know, some props and tell them a few things to do here and there throughout the story. And it's 15, 20 minutes long. So it's yeah. not, not that bad at all. It's just something interactive. Um, it's just a it's really fun. cool retelling yeah, of it. It's, it's interactive. Mm-hmm. It's cool. Um, and, and at the end, I think it's really cool. They The kids get to get a picture with Belle. And all the kids mm-hmm. that are involved, um, Belle gives them a bookmark, which I think is so cool. Kids need to be encouraged to read. Kids, you know, are not reading as much anymore. And I think that giving kids a bookmark, encouraging them to read and, and open a book mm-hmm. is a great thing, too. And I mean, like, so we always bring home some kind of souvenir and, and, you know, this is one of those kind of souvenirs that you don't have to pay mm-hmm. for, but it is, it's very small. It's easy to keep for a very long period of time. And, you know, it's just a, something different. Everybody can go to the gift shop and buy something, but not everybody gets to bring home a bookmark. Mm-hmm. Um, not everybody gets to bring home the little kid cut things because they pass by them. I mean, it's just one of those different things that you, you pick it up and you remember, I remember when I did mm-hmm. this. Like I remember sitting there and, and getting my picture taken with Belle and being a part of the story. Yeah. So it's just a it's a cool you little souvenir to bring home. Absolutely. It's fun. And even if you don't like I'm sorry, I like beating the beast. And I went with my mom and we didn't have kids and we went and saw it anyway. And just to see the kids and their reaction and they play along with it and stuff, it, it's it's fun to go see. I took my mom. We had fun. It is. Well, and they, they they bring adults up on the stage too because you got to have knights in exactly. shining armor and things. Um, so there are a couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's 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 very cool. Um, but so speaking of entertainment, we do have some entertainment that's missing, and one of the things that I feel like is missing, and you you do not necessarily notice it unless you pay attention, and once you start paying attention to it, then you start realizing how frequent they're out. And then when they're not there, you realize how much you miss them. And those are the citizens of Main Street. And not just the citizens of Main Street. The, the street performers all throughout the different lands. Um, we were walking through Fantasyland one time. This is when Blaine was very, very young. And Blaine would just make exploding noises all the time. And he, he made some noise. And there were two street performers walking by. And they were um, employed by the king. It's just kind of how I don't remember what their names were because it's been probably about eight years now. Um, and he just looks down at Blaine in his British accent, looks over at the lady that he's walking with, all dressed up in their um, uh, medieval times, you know, attire or whatever. And he just looked at her in his British accent, just, I believe that young man just exploded. <laughs> and then just cut, walked like nothing had happened. Like it was just general conversation. And I was just looking at it, I was like, that was hilarious. And, and and Blaine just looked at me like, what do you say? And I said, he just thought you exploded. And I mean, again, this was eight years ago, but I can still remember it just like it was yesterday. Yeah. And again, you don't pay attention to those people until you see them. And once you see them, then you're like, yeah. they're everywhere. And now that they're missing, you're like, we, we really want them to come back. Yeah, that's true. And it's, th- it's those little moments like that, that just are, totally unexpected unpredictable that stick with you and you remember them um they, yep. they were probably folks that were doing the sword in the stone um thing yes they were the story the, the retelling of the yeah 
they're probably yeah. on their way after a, a, a show and caught mm-hmm. Blaine exploding and thought it was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it was it was it was very funny. And I, I will say the ones that we've seen more prominently out right now are the uh, Dapper Dans, but they're still yeah. not performing the way they used to. Then most of the time right now, they're up above the train station, mm-hmm. um, which they used to be along Main Street. And so they, they are back, but majority of them, they're, they're not back. And we want them to come back. Yeah. We do miss them. And the Dapper Dans are great too. Don't get me wrong. The Dapper Dans are pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The, um, you know, over COVID, when the parks were closed um, and we couldn't go to the parks, uh, the Dapper Dans and the, um, the voices of Liberty and, and folks were releasing some pretty amazing videos of them, mm-hmm. you know, performing different songs and things to kind of still bring a little bit of magic to our lives while everything was um, closed. So uh, it was great to see that, but it's great to see them back and performing in person, even if they're up, you know, on the main street train station and you can't, can't mm-hmm. quite get close to them and thank them, but um, they, they do a great job. All of those entertainers, um, you know, really work hard to bring some extra magic um, and so, yes, we do miss them. They're, they are part of the park. They may not be Mickey Mouse. They may not be Tinkerbell or anything, but they are part of the park. They are icons yes. to the park. Yeah. As I said, they bring a little bit of extra magic to the park that you don't realize how important they are until they're not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so speaking of Mickey Mouse and, and some of the characters, um, we are still missing some of our favorite individual character beats. And mainly it's Ariel, Tinkerbell, Alice, Merida, Gaston, and Peter Pan. Uh, I will say Gaston and Peter Pan, periodically you can see walking around the park, but it is not their typical meet and greet where you can get up close and take your pictures and things like that. Um, you mentioned Belle out sometimes in front of um, Maurice's house. Um, we've seen Jiminy Cricket. Um and a few others out where you can see them, but it's not the same as getting up close and, and talking to them, especially Tinkerbell, um, Merida and Gaston. Mm-hmm. And well, and Peter Pan, like a magic kingdom, I feel like has some of the best interactions when it comes to characters, because they're all what we consider face characters. So they can interact. They have a lot of flexibility. They can, they can roam for, throughout the park if they want to, they can take your kid along with them and just kind of walk and talk and that's not happening right now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's a completely different experience right now. I mean, you know, we've seen kids challenge Gaston to a push-up contest. Yeah. Um, You know, we've seen Gaston propose to people. We've seen Peter Pan, you know, sprinkle pixie dust on people and take off walking. Um, Tinkerbell will sit down with kids and just, you know, point out random things in her meet and greet. It's just, those are some of the best character meets at at, uh, Walt Disney World. And we're, we're missing them. Yeah. Well, and actually I just had a thought. So we were, we were talking about this and like, you know, random things run through my head and I'm like, well, Ariel's really kind of hard to have her out, but often she's in her dress with her legs in the day parade. So mm-hmm. why can't we have her in her dress near the yep. uh, attraction in Fantasyland? So if Belle mm-hmm. can be outside of Chain of Tales with Belle, why can't we have Ariel outside uh, you know, the Voyage of the Little Mermaid attraction over there um, in her dress doing long distance meet and greets. And Merida, same thing. Like the, she used to have that meet and greet area, you know, just in between um, mm-hmm. like the teacups and the castle. Which I kind of thought was always a weird spot. Anyway. Well, that was a bell but... storytelling place before Fantasyland yeah. expanded. And so they, they put Merida in there. Um, 
but why can't she be in there long distance? There was like a stage area there. Mm-hmm. So why can't she be yeah. like up on the stage area and still doing that? You pretty much only see her in the cavalcades. Um, mm-hmm. And Tinkerbell, same thing. Like it seems like we should be able to get, if, if Epcot can have more of these characters kind of distanced, it seems like there's plenty of places in the magic kingdom. We could do that as well. Get some more of these folks. back. And if out. you can have Mickey Mouse, if you can have a character meet with Mickey Mouse, which is happening right now, he's back inside. Why yes, can't... you can go inside. Yeah. He's still roped off. You can't get right up close to him, but he's no, back inside. But why can't we have the rest? Yeah. Well, if you can have Anna and Elsa, mm-hmm. why can't we have and the rest? Tiana and a princess? So you can go inside um, Princess Fairytale Hall in Fantasyland and meet Tiana mm-hmm. and a visiting princess again as well. Again, they're still roped off. Mm-hmm. You can't get super close to them. Um, but they yep. are there and visiting. And so you can still see Mickey and those folks back inside in their original meet and greet locations. Um, so I really think it, more of these are coming back. I think we're going to start seeing more of them yeah. um, as this continues. Which I, I look at it. And if you, you pick out the top five characters that have the longest lines, it is Cinderella. It is um, the frozen on and Elsa. Um, Sorcerer Mickey, Mickey at Magic Kingdom, and then, you know. I, I would I'm, say Tinkerbell and Gaston. Uh, yeah, Gaston's usually got a big one, Tinkerbell. I mean, if you, but if you can have Anna and Elsa and you can have Mickey mm-hmm. and, you know, and, and Cinderella, why can't you have the rest of them? Yeah. I just, I don't understand. Yeah. I remember, I think we're at that point that oh. so many, especially like Epcot. Well, Epcot's different because they're mostly all outside. <clears throat> Yeah. Which is fine. <clears throat> but if we're bringing them back inside of the Magic Kingdom, why are we only doing one or two? It's mm-hmm. interesting. And I, and I get like, I mean, it's hard to maybe do like Aladdin and Jasmine back at Magic Kingdom because they had such a small little area anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was outside. Well, but if you're worried about people, you know, congregating and things like mm-hmm. that, and maybe that's what it is with Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse is in that Town Square theater. Um that is a long hallway where you can still space people out or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but again, like, like you said, if you're inside, well, Aladdin and Jasmine, it, they were in that really weird, small space. Um, and it, it's a hugely populated area. It's right next to flying mm-hmm. carpets of Agrabah. It's right next to Aloha mm-hmm. Isle where the Joel whip is and the walkway that connects that to Frontierland. Um, it, it's just a hugely that is one of the most congested areas yes, on property. It's really that's, that's my opinion. I, I just feel like it is always packed right yeah, there, and I think that's part of the reason they can't be back there is it's just it's too crowded. And then to put them back there and mm-hmm. draw more people. Um, I, yeah, that, that's a tough one. Um, but but other there's other places still that we could we could mm-hmm. find things and do things. And um, I mean, <laughs> not very many people go through the treehouse. Why not? You know, find a way to put somebody in the treehouse. Stick them yeah, up there. Let's put them in the treehouse somewhere. Or, I mean, put them, put them in Epcot for a little while. Exactly. Yeah, back in Morocco. Well, like Aladdin is never at Epcot. No, so he just put Aladdin over Jasmine. Epcot. And... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. So the other thing that is still kind of glaringly missing at uh, Magic Kingdom at the moment is the day parades. So, um, yeah, we haven't had day parades. The cavalcades have been there. I still really like the cavalcades. I like that every so often you get a couple floats and a couple characters. So you're not stuck there waiting all day, um, you know, or hour and more to see a parade. Um, but the day parades, if the park is about parades, I mean, I don't know. I just, you, you love a parade at Disney. Um, and the good news is they have said the festival of fantasy parade will be returning 
in early 2022. We don't have a date yet, but we do know that it is coming back in early 2022. And they said it will be um, joining the character cavalcades. So they're not getting rid of the Mm -hmm. character cavalcades yet, but they are going to add the parade back uh, in the afternoon. So I'm excited for that. Gives you a lot more opportunity to see the characters in the parades. And they have some really great parade floats. So, um, you know, they spent a lot of money on those parade floats and they're, there's some really cool ones. Mm -hmm. And it sounds to me, and this is just me. So it sounds to me that the floats for the parade are going to be different than the floats for the cavalcades. Yes. So yeah, most of that that to me is exciting because I don't, are different. I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to see a, you know, the, the, the same floats for the parade as the same floats for the cavalcade, just broken down into, into pieces. Mm-hmm. I, I'd much rather, I like the, a themed parade, um, like the, the move it, shake it dance party. That one, I think it's not a big parade and it's not a full parade either, I guess. But, um, if you have a whole bunch of floats themed like that, and then you had the cavalcades where you have the villains and, um, you know, the princess and then the frozen one that comes through, like those to me, that that would be a lot different and i would be more excited about that than i would if everything is one you know i'm seeing the same thing twice basically well some of the floats are already different so some of the like cavalcade yeah. floats you see are some of those like move it dance it move dance shake mm-hmm. um floats so they're different than the regular festival fantasy parade floats yeah um, yeah which is good there's like a couple like the um the big treasure box that tinkerbell sits on is not, mm-hmm. I don't know where that one came from. I don't remember seeing that one in a parade in a long time. Um, so that's a, that's a different I one. I think it used to, you know, I was going to say, I think it used to sit on the back of the Move It, Shake It. Not on Move It, Shake It. Um, the other one before that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just, Move It, Shake It, they, they stop right there at the hub yeah. and everybody gets out and dances and everything like that. So that's a little bit different, but I, I just don't want to see the same, same exact cavalcade looks. float. Yeah. In the in the day parade as I well. I think it'll be different. Uh, I really do. I hope so. I think, be I, I think it will too. Um, otherwise, I'm just going to see the cavalcades and just keep moving on. Yeah, but there were some really cool floats, like the um, the Rapunzel float, where you know they had the um, they're swinging back yes, and forth, things like and, that were on there. Yeah. I think the yeah. um, the Peter Pan float, where Peter and Wendy were up on the top of the pirate ship over the rainbow, mm-hmm. things like that are different. Yeah. Um, there was the big balloon, the hot air balloon that had Mickey and stuff in it. I think those will be coming back. Yeah. Um, so there'll be yeah. some different stuff. And and they have a lot of floats that they can work through. Yeah, they, they do. I think that'll be and cool. I'm sure they've had plenty of time to build some new ones. Yeah. So. I think that'd be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else are we looking forward to? Let's talk about what's new. Well, some of the new things like I think are really cool is the um, 50th anniversary statues. So I, mm-hmm. I can't wait to see those. <clears throat> I'm really curious to see what kind of interaction they have with those new magic bands and what's going to go on with them. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those. Uh, I'm really curious about the new uh, Disney Enchanted Fireworks show. So um, they've in- extended projections down Main Street for this, like they used to do at Disneyland. So super excited to see that. So there's a couple of new things. Mm. Uh, yeah. What else is new? Um, so I'm, I'm just kind of looking forward to seeing all the castle decorations, um, for the 50th. I love the color scheme that they came up with for the 50th celebration. That was really controversial oh. as they did it. And I think it looks great. Mm-hmm. I think it looks I think really it good. does too. I think it's very classy. I, some of the bunting and stuff I think is okay. Like, you know, the big fiberglass, you know, 
streamer things and stuff are okay. Yeah. I don't hate it, but um, but I think the color scheme of the the bright blue iridescent and the even the rose pink, I think it mm-hmm. I think it looks great. I do too. And, you know, the more and more I see it, the more I'm like, man, I just, you know, I almost forget what it looked like beforehand. So, you know, that that's how much I like it because I'm, you know, usually if you don't like it, all you think about is what it used to be. Yeah. And now I just think about, I can't, I can't wait to go down there and kind of see it all because I think they did a very good job with the color scheme and they've taken that color scheme pretty much throughout the park mm-hmm. and said, you know, we're, we're going big. So um, I really looking forward to seeing all the different castle decorations. And that, that trickles down to the little, you know, the cupcake options that they've got all the little, you know, different details they have for, you know, all the little things that say 50th. Um, they've taken it throughout the resorts, uh, all the theme parks. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to see what they did at magic kingdom since this is the 50th for magic kingdom. Uh, that, that is one of my, my, my favorite things that I'm looking forward to. Um, another thing that's kind of new that we've, we've talked about before is the uh, walkway from the grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. It is not the walkway from the contemporary. Let's just start there. <laughs> it's a little longer. <laughs> uh, a little longer. It, is, it is a lot longer, <laughs> but um, you know, if you just, if you're somebody that needs, you know, that's a runner or you just want to take a walk on a break day or something like that, or you've got some time, it's a nice option. It's it's not too bad, uh, especially on a nice uh, you know spring day or, or a cool day. Don't don't do it in the middle of summer. Um, but it, it is something that I feel like was needed. Um, it didn't take them very long to do, and it just it just made sense. Um, if you're staying at Grand, Grand Floridian, you do have the water taxis, you do have the the monorail, but it just also made sense. You have one from. Uh, the contemporary. Why not have one from the Grand Floridian as well? Yeah, yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Um, I I thought it was kind of long overdue, almost. I think, and like you didn't yeah. realize you really needed it until it got there, and now you're like, why don't we mm-hmm. have this? <clears throat> so that's pretty cool. And now they're doing the loop all the way around. So yeah, uh, which is another thing I felt like was very long overdue. Yeah. Uh, so the walkway is great. Um, we did get uh mm-hmm. Philhar Magic refurbishment so mickey's philhar magic the 3d show there in the in the fantasy land was redone and we got a um new addition to that we got a new segment with coco um and i love coco coco was a great great movie so i'm excited to see the coco section added um i've seen the sneak preview clip of it um but i'm curious to see how it fits in the movie and how how it works so um yeah it'll be cool this is one that it's it's an overlooked attraction and it's i'm reading straight from the park map that you get and it says get swept away in a 3d in this 3d movie that is not a good description of what philhar magic <laughs> no, is. really isn't sometimes the descriptions um, are like what yeah yeah like your favorite songs are represented in this show and you go you put these 3d glasses on you go you sit down and um it is kind of a spinoff of uh, Fantasia. And, you know, you, you really go through uh, music history, Disney music history with this. And um, it's just a really good show. And especially, you know, again, we're talking anytime you can go inside and enjoy something at Disney. We take advantage of it. Yeah. Um, 
because it's always hot and you need the air conditioning, but you've got the comfortable seats. It's just a really good little short thing, especially with kids. But even if you don't have kids, like I said, your favorite songs are represented in this show. And the 3D and stuff is cool too. Yeah. It's not, um, the cool thing about this is it's not the same like movie clips and things you're used to. They actually redid and created new segments for it all Mm -hmm. in 3D, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And so they've added this new Coco section, um, which is very bright and colorful as well. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's great. I, I this yeah. is a really cool show. If you don't see it, you really should. Mm-hmm. We got one special uh, cavalcade that is available. We've talked about a lot about cavalcades on this podcast because we love them so much. But there's one special one that we're looking forward to. Yeah, the 50th anniversary character cavalcade. So um, the the there's a new float they've kind of redone for the 50th anniversary with the characters. Um, you know, it's going to be the the main Disney characters, Mickey, Minnie. Donald Goofy, um, I believe Daisy's on there, and Pluto. And they're all in their iridescent character costumes. Um, so I, I just, I'm, I enjoy the character cavalcade so much. I don't know, we keep talking about it, but um, I want to see the new float. I want to see them all together with their cool iridescent character costumes. Um, and isn't there like a piece of music that they did for that one? I believe so, yeah. A piece of music for that, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. Yeah. I mean, we've seen them in their tuxedos. We've seen them dressed up for Christmas. We've seen it like the costumes that they come out with these characters, I think are again, just very classy, very, um, they're almost, you can wear them anytime. And I don't think anybody really complained, but, um, you gotta have Mickey's, you know, black tuxedo with the red pants, but this is a really good option for them mm-hmm. for those wardrobes. So, uh, and we talked about many have how many different wardrobe, many uh options many has but um there's nothing like the ones that they're wearing in this cavalcade yeah yeah they're really cool the iridescent fabric and whatever they did to like make it shimmer like that is pretty cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah well there's one big attraction coming um to the Walt Disney World Resort or to the Magic Kingdom however we don't know when it's coming <laughs> i don't think anybody does at the so, moment <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think even the Bobs do. I feel like they almost maybe maybe they ran out of money and said, or, or they like we just we don't know what's going on here. Um, but it was one of those projects I started and COVID hit, and then they came back to me like, "What were we doing with this? Yeah. Like, what yeah. is this thing right here?" So, um, but it's the Tron Light Cycle Power Run, um, and we're we're hoping maybe in twenty twenty two. It sounds like maybe twenty twenty three. Um, which to me, I don't understand because they're pretty much copying the existing Tron cycle. Yeah. So I don't understand what the problem is. Yeah. It seems a little odd that it's taking quite as long as it is. Um, like you said, it's, it's a reproduction of an attraction they've already done. Um, Mm. so I understand that, you know, COVID hit the company hard and they lost a lot of money and they were closed for a lot of time and, you know, the construction is moving forward on it again. We are seeing progress. It's just moving really, really slowly. Um, so some of the latest things we saw is that they are working on the outside exterior walkway that will take guests, you know, from Tomorrowland into it. Cause it's kind of the, the attraction sits kind of almost outside the park. It's kind of behind mm-hmm. space mountain. Um, and we, we have recently seen too, that they've um, filed permits to change that gift shop at the exit of space mountain where you come out because 
Um, I'm sure they're going to have to widen that walkway that goes back to Tron and change that gift shop a bit so that um, you, you have more visibility to it back there. So there's a lot going on with that area back there. Construction is still going on. Um, like I said, we still have to worry about the tunnel that they need to do um, for the Walt's World Railroad so that the railroad can be going through and cycling again. Um, and the whole point of the tunnel is they just the aesthetics, right? They don't want a vintage mm -hmm. steam train rolling through, you know, this neon futuristic, you know, light cycle yep. attraction area in Tomorrowland. It, most of the train is relatively hidden in Tomorrowland as it goes by. You can kind of see it from um, the Autopia as it goes by, but uh, this will really kind of obscure the train completely from Tomorrowland. Yeah. So um, I get it. it. It's cool. But like, yeah, there's, it just seems like, you know, a long, long delay on this one. Mm -hmm. uh, and they just, they, they don't know at the moment when it's going to, there's no, no more information other than, yeah, we're working on it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited. And I, I honestly don't remember it, but I feel like they, somewhere on property, um, they have the Tron cycles that you can sit on. Um, yeah. They were out in front near out. the um, Space Mountain gift shop. Yeah. And I was just thinking, I, I can't remember if they're still there or not. Um, just seeing those Tron cycles, like I feel like it's like Hagrid, but like a hundred years in the future. Yeah. Um, so that gets me really excited about riding the light cycle um, power rod. But you mentioned that they had to make a, you know, file a permit to change the gift shop. And I kind of forget that Disney still has to do stuff like that, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, where they have to, you know, change, you know, a structure or something on their property. But I also feel like at this point, did, does Disney just go to the county and just say, here's our permit. Will you sign it? And then they just walk out and they don't even read the permit to see what it's for or anything. They're just like, it's Disney. We trust them after all these years. Like, you know, just take it and walk off. But um, it's it's funny to think that, you know, they still are under the same rules and regulations. It's just your typical business. But yeah, you know, what what is taking so long? Like, like, let's get this thing done. Yeah. Um, you know, I understand the Guardians of the Galaxy. I understand Tron because they're so unique. But it's time to go. Like, we thought we'd have one of them for the 50th. We don't have either of them for the 50th. We thought we'd have the train station for the 50th. We don't have that yet. Yeah. I know well, this is an 18 month long thing. Yeah. But I mean, we will you're, have you're, Guardians you're running of the out of months. <laughs> we, we will have Guardians yes. of the Galaxy as part of the, the 50th yeah. celebration. It, it, they said summer. So, yeah. And there's progress happening. Uh, progress happening on the Guardians building. So um, we've heard yeah. that there is um, cycling happening. They're they're actually starting to cycle test yep. the ride. So that's really great news. Um, there's more work going on on the outside of the attraction. So um, some of the recent pictures look like they've gotten the entrance um, areas set up where the uh, tap styles yeah. are going to go in for the um, what will probably be the lightning lane and the standby queue. So that's pretty cool to see some progress happening there. Um, yep. But yeah, we need we need to see what's going on with Tron. We need just we need to hit the uh, fast it. forward on Tron and get that going. Finish it. <laughs> so that's about it for the changes that we have for um, what's going on at the Magic Kingdom. There's some good changes, uh, some some new things, some good mm -hmm. things. So that's not not as huge things going on over there, but some good things. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about some Disney news that we have. 
Um, so yeah. we know Disney's Magical Express is coming to an end. So this is no longer going to be included in your um, resort stay uh, as of January 1st. That's over. Um, we do have uh, Mirrors Connect has going to have an option available, and it's it's available now. We've already got guests booking it. Mirrors Connect, um, basically Magical Express was operated by Mirrors. So Mirrors is just going to take it over on their own. Um, it will be a paid service and give you options from there. Um, but we just heard there's a new option that will also debut February 1st as an alternative to Magical Express and the Mirrors Connect called Sunshine Flyer. Uh, it's very similar pricing to Mirrors Connect. Um, and so basically it will be uh, motor coaches from the Orlando International Airport to your resorts, um, similar to what's already going on. But these motor coaches will be wrapped as vintage trains and trolleys. So they're going to have like a vintage train and trolley kind of theme. Um, they're saying that the operators will be dressed in kind of engineer and conductor outfits. Um, there will still be entertainment on board the coaches. So you'll have some entertainment while you take your ride um, from the airport to the resort. Um, I don't know. I think it's the buses look pretty cool the way they're they're wrapped and the way they look like trains and things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still not sure. Um, this is the best option for guests with mirrors and, and sunshine flyer. It is an option. Um, I'm, I'm finding some private options that might be a little more cost effective depending on the price of the, fa- the size of the family and how many people are going. Um, but it, it's good to have options. And I like that this is, um, you know, something a little more unique instead of just a bus. It's got more yeah. flair to yeah. it and more style. Uh, I know a lot of kids will be excited about the train look and things. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. Like it's nice, but you know, if you if for the same price, maybe a little bit more to take a you know private car service, mm-hmm. um, where you don't have to leave your resort three hours early or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's the same know, thing. Maybe it's, it's not worth it. On the return back to the airport, both mirrors uh, connect and Sunshine Flyer saying. You're going to be picked up at your resort three hours before your flight for for international flights, mm-hmm. just like Disney's Magical Express, which I get. They want to make sure you get back in plenty yeah. of time to make your flight and things like that. But mm-hmm. um, I know we have a habit of <laughs> tending to get an Uber or a private vehicle back mm-hmm. just so we can spend a little more time. And, you know, I yeah. I have TSA pre-check and things, and I often don't check a bag. So um, I cut things a little closer than I probably should. But uh, there's, there, it's good well, to have and, options out there. Yeah, and and you know, coming from somebody with with a, you know two kids, um, we usually the the cheapest flights for us are either the first flights out or the last flights out of the day. Well, if you got two small kids or, or just two kids in general or three kids in general, and you know you're taking the mirrors or this new sun, sunshine flyer. Um, if your flight leaves at six thirty, that means you're leaving your resort at three thirty in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's that's difficult to. Do. I mean, that's difficult to do for just grownups, mm-hmm. but that's really difficult to do with two small kids or three small kids or a baby or whatever. Um, and then you get to the airport, and if you don't have TSA precheck, um, sometimes the longest line you're going to wait in on your Disney vacation is the, 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 the security checkpoint at, at, at uh, yeah at MCO. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we've seen that sometimes, you know, up to an hour long or, you know, two hours or whatever on holidays. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually took a picture just... last time we were there and it was like under 10 minutes. And I was like, this never happens. Yeah. I took a picture. I was like, no. holy cow. 
Yeah, it was crazy. Well, and even sometimes when it says 10 to 20 minutes, you're still like 30 minutes long because people don't understand. You got to take your shoes off. You got to do this. And yep. um, so it's it's nice to have options, like you said. Um, and it's nice that there is a, a, a bus service stepping up because, you know, if there's no competition for mirrors, then mirrors can just kind of pretty much do whatever they want and, and mm-hmm. just, you know, charge whatever they want. So um, competition, you know, is always a good thing, in my opinion. So. Uh, and then just the fact that they're wrapping them um, in some kind of cool design or whatever, because we see the Disney buses all the time. We get, you know, don't get excited, but we always look to see what's on the side of the Disney buses because it's they they have different um, wrappings on them too, and it's just kind of cool to see the different ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and the pricing is going to be very yeah. similar to what Mirrors Connect is. It's within yeah. a couple bucks. Um, mm-hmm. I think the adults look like it was like two dollars more, and the kids look like it was two dollars less. So overall, yeah. it's a wash for a family of four, but um, it's just it's good to have options, good good choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got a, some uh, news on the Disney Wish, which is uh, about to sail in about six months or so. Um, so we're, we're excited for that. Um, it's going to be taking uh, its first voyage in uh, July of 2022. I can't believe it's almost here already, but uh, we got a glimpse of the Captain Minnie medallion filigree on the front bow of the uh, of the ship. And um, it's the first one uh, because Captain Minnie, this is her first ship. All the rest of them are captained by Mickey. And so they have the Mickey medallion on the front of them. So um, Minnie finally got her first one. Yeah, it's cool. It looks really cool. This is that big, like, gold scroll painted artwork on the fronts of the ships, the bows of the ships. Um, and like I say, it's great to see Captain Minnie represented, mm. you know, on a ship called the Wish. Why not? That's great. Yep. I yep. think it's going to be cool. And I think we have, um, it's Rapunzel on the back of the Wish, right? I believe so, Rapunzel's yes. on the back of the Wish. So yep. I'm excited about this ship. It looks so cool. Um, like you said, mm-hmm. sailing uh, in early July for her maiden voyage. So a little over six months away. Can't wait. The yep. ship's going to be really cool. Gonna be really yeah, cool. we um, I'm, I've, I've got everybody on board with taking a, a, uh, sailing in October. Nice. Um, but we just found out. Yeah, we just found out that Murfreesboro City Schools, which is where my kids go this year, are getting a full week off for Thanksgiving. So I was like, "Ooh, hmm. can we do a Thanksgiving Day cruise?" Hmm. So we went and looked. It's twelve hundred dollars more expensive. And then Mandy pointed out to me that yes, Abigail will be going to Murfreesboro City Schools, but Mandy and Blaine will continue to be going on the Rutherford County School System oh. uh, schedules. And it's they're not getting a full week off. They'll just get their Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And so I just kind of looked over to Abigail and I was like, that just means more room for us. <laughs> didn't go. go over very well. So yeah, I can imagine. Uh, so I think I think we're sticking to our October trip. But because I'm excited, I can't I can't wait to see it. But you guys have been. On a cruise, on a Disney cruise, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, but you're you're working yep. on the Wish, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So looks like October, first week of October. Very cool. That's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Another really good bit of news. Finally, 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 yeah. um, we have that that uh, wonderful toot toot has returned to the Magic Kingdom parking lot. Um, par- parking trams have returned to the Magic Kingdom at Walt Disney World. Um, I believe they said it was 644 days with no parking trams, but the parking trams have finally returned to service at the Magic Kingdom, taking you from the Magic Kingdom parking lot to the Ticket and Transportation Center. Um, very, very welcome, especially at the end of a long day at the Magic Kingdom. 
to give you that little it bit is. of a trip back to your your car without having to walk, uh, especially on busy days when the parking lot's full and you're way in the back lot. So um, great to see those. Uh, right now it's Magic Kingdom. They are going to be phasing in the parking trams at the other parks um, as we go into 2022. So very cool. Um, happy to see that happen as we get some more yeah. folks back. And um, the, the trams look like they were uh, cleaned and painted almost. And so they look like I got a paint job. Yeah, they look like they were oh. refreshed and ready to go. Here's my opinion on this, though. Don't drive to the parks <laughs> unless unless you are a you know early person. You're one of the first ones there. Don't drive to the park, especially Magic Kingdom. Don't drive to Magic Kingdom. Take yeah. take the take the bus or the monorail um, if you can. It's you're not getting any. You're not getting close to the park at all. Um, you know some of these Hollywood studios. Um, and Animal Kingdom, you can get kind of close to the park if you get there early enough and just kind of walk right in. Mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom, if you've never been before, you, you have like, basically, you've you, you got two stops on the way. Um, and it, it's just, it, to me, it's so time consuming. And I hate the Disney buses, but <laughs> I will gladly take a Disney bus when I go to Magic Kingdom versus driving to Magic Kingdom. Well, yeah, it's a lot of people don't realize when you take, when you park at the Magic Kingdom, you literally have a lake between you and the park. That's yeah. You still have you know the Seven Seas Lagoon out there, so mm-hmm. you have to either get on the um, the ferry boat or the monorail from the Ticket and Transportation Center before you even get to the park. So, and if it's park opening or park closing, you you got to watch two monorails go by before you even get on. Yes. So yeah, it's not my favorite place to go and park. Um, you're right. Nope. Some of the other parks are not so bad. Um, Epcot he also has a huge parking lot, depending on, on how early you get there. Um, yeah, we're going to find out how huge that one is pretty soon. Yes, so. exactly. We're going to be running <laughs> through it. We're going to be running through that Epcot parking lot and then through the park and back out. So, well, some yeah. of us will be kind of walk jogging. Some of you will be running. <laughs> you, you'll be chasing Charles, I'm sure. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be fun. It's gonna be, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. As long as we have that, you know, the defibrillator machine available, we, we should all be good to go. Um, but no, I, I think it's great. It's good to have the parking tramps coming back and uh, seeing how yeah, it works. It is. So. It, it really is. I know I joke around about it and say don't use it. But if you guys are, if you've gone lately and you, they weren't there, you realize how big of a walk it is and mm-hmm. how beneficial the trams are. Like I said, especially end of the night, you, you're like, uh, you don't realize how many miles you walk during the day. And then yeah. it's like that drudge out to the car if you drove. Yeah. Yeah. If you, if you don't walk 10 miles out a day at Disney, you didn't experience enough. Probably so. not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think we average no. between seven and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say it's, it's a lot. Yep. So, uh, well, the last bit of news that we have is. Um, the return of select VIP experiences. And we, we've done an episode on uh, VIP tours and why we love them so much. And the regular and VIP some of the tours ones... have been back already. Yep. But here's more. Yep. Yeah. And, and these are some of our favorite ones. So we've got the Keys to the Kingdom, which is the one that was probably the most popular one that we, we talked to people about. Um, then you have the Wild Af- Africa Trek, Caring for Giants, Up Close with Rhinos. We've talked about those and how cool they are that you get up so, you know, close to elephants and rhinos. And then uh, Savor the Savannah. So four of those are over at Animal Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Keys to the Kingdom one is 
like I said, probably the more popular one that we discuss with clients. Um, and it's so nice to see these back because the, the, the VIP tour guides um, are phenomenal, but then you, you get to do a little bit something different that you don't get to do on a normal vacation when you do these tours. Yeah, totally different. Really cool. Um, it's amazing experience. These guys take care of you um, and really show you an amazing experience mm-hmm. at Disney. Yep. When I saw the keys to the kingdom, I got super excited thinking it was that game that you got the cards and, um, Oh, the sorcerers, the magic kingdom. Yeah. The, the, yeah. The sorcerers. And I was like, Oh, and then I was like, no, that's the VIP tour. And I was yeah. like, we just started collecting all the little cards. Yeah. So. I know I did too, but the sorcerers, the magic yeah. kingdom is, is gone for good, but they did bring back the, uh, pirate mm-hmm. adventure over in Adventureland. Mm-hmm. So that was yep. closed for a while because it, you touch things as you go through, but mm-hmm. that one's returned too. So, yeah another piece of uh attraction entertainment whatever you want to call that um over in adventureland that's back and it's free so it's kind of fun too yep i would say and i talked to somebody the other day about it and this may be sticking my foot in my mouth or whatever but we she was asking about center rolls over table or be our guest or you know different character meals and um things that are they're missing and i was like here's the deal i was like you're going you're going mid-march i fully expect everything to be back at normal come mid-march early spring um the way disney is going because when we first started this episode it was like we were missing a lot of things at a lot of parks or not this episode this series and now as we've gotten into it it's like we're not missing so much you know there's a lot that's back now and it's it's starting to feel really really close to being like normal yeah so i'm excited yeah it's great. Lots of great things going on. Um, so many fun things coming back and getting back in the swing of things. We did have, um, we forgot to put in here. We talked about it before. Uh, Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular has returned. Mm-hmm. So with a few changes, yeah, a couple changes, not too, not too major, but, um, yeah, glad to have that big piece of entertainment back. That's a great show. Um, so cool. Yep. All right. I think that just about does it for this episode. We want to thank everybody for listening. Obviously, feel free to comment and uh, send us your thoughts and ideas. Um, Join us next week as we do uh, a year in review and kind of look forward into 2022. Uh, And as you know, we are your mouse experts here to help you with all your Disney Universal questions and help you prepare for your next magical vacation, wherever the destination may be, uh, even if it's not Disney or Universal. If you enjoyed the show, please share the episode with anyone you think might as well. We're always looking to grow our audience. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a new episode. Uh, Please send us your comments or send us an email. uh, And we look forward to hearing from you guys, talking to you guys in 2022. Yep. Yep. And as always, we end every episode uh, with a quote. And so this week's episode um, is the only thing predictable about life is its unpredictability. And that is from Remy. Uh, from the movie Ratatouille. And um, that is a perfect thing, perfect way to end the year um, because we don't know what next year is going to hold. We feel like we do, but we don't. So always talk to your Uber drivers. It could change your life. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Just going to say, yeah. All right. Just don't, don't be one of those that sits on your phone and, and, you know, but um so have a conversation. Exactly. But, well, All right. Thank you guys for joining us. We hope you have a Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. And we will talk to you guys next week. All right. Happy New Year, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye, guys. Bye.